0: Nosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code Jesse for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. choq.com, code Jesse. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time.
1: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty,
1: and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought patterns. People say, what are you afraid of? Right. I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels
0: challenging on those levels.
1: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Newton Group Transfer. They are here to help you if you're stuck in a timeshare. I, these stories from people Like I said, it's a bit of a different show today, a bit heavier of a show, but it's one we felt was necessary to do really, really grateful for my friends that are going to help me through this one. And one of us is, one of them is joining us now, Sean Parnell. Obviously we know he's a candidate for Congress and author and he's a friend of the show. Everybody knows Sean Parnell, but he was also at one point in time leading men fighting in the mountains of Afghanistan. And I would guess that's probably what we're going to talk about today, Sean Take her away.
3: Hey, how's it going Marine?
0: (laughs) It's a, it's a, well, I'll tell you this man. It's a heavier day today and I don't usually have heavy days, but this is one of those days. I just, I woke up on, uh, even on the way here to the studio this morning, I was, I was feeling it. I always feel it this day.
3: I know me too. I, you know, every day is Memorial day for someone who's served in combat and lost brothers on the battlefield. Um, you know, I, I was in Afghanistan for 485 days, uh, the longest combat deployment in global war on terror history. 85% of my platoon was wounded. Some men were wounded twice. I was also wounded, uh, blown up by a rocket propelled grenade, and then uh, hit two more times, blown up by a mortar after that. And, you know, I always say, you know, man, like I was lucky to come home. I barely made it home, but I was blessed to make it. And, uh, but, the same. same, that, that's, it's not true of a lot of my soldiers, you know, uh, many of them didn't make it home. And, and many of them, uh, after coming back from that hellish deployment, raised their right hand to go back into the fire.
0: Why, you know? Sean, Sean, but, but explain right. it. Why?
3: Because our country is amazing and yeah. it's worth fighting for. You know, I mean, we live in the most extraordinary nation on the face of the planet. It's not, it, we are not a nation... That that is perfect. You know, of course, we've made mistakes, but the recognition that this country is exceptional and the freedom that we have here is is extraordinarily rare in in human history, and 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 that is worth fighting for. That's worth bleeding for. That's worth dying for. And I would do it again today, all over again, if I had the choice. And you know, today, Jesse is like what I tell people today is like, look. We live in a free country, man. You celebrate today any way that you want, because all of my men, you know, I think about them every day, not a day that goes by that I don't think about them, but they would want Americans to enjoy their freedom. So go for a walk on the beach, have a free, you know, have a freaking drink, you know, uh, grill out with your friends and family, but just take a second, just pause one second early in the day. That's all I'm asking to just recognize those that have given their life for freedom so that we may have our today. And then. Every day that you wake up and you draw breath, you live a life worthy of that great and extraordinary sacrifice.
0: What were they like, Sean? The ones who didn't come back? Were they when you first met them? <sighs> did you know they were just these lions, or did they just seem like normal <laughs> dudes? And all of a sudden, they turn out to be Terminator.
3: <laughs> they were just normal guys. Yeah. You know, one of the things I was—I was, mm-hmm. was an—I was an officer, Jesse. You know what I'm I mean? I'm sorry I, about I, that. Oh, it's okay. Can you hear me?
0: Yeah, no, no. I'm no. I, I was saying, I'm sorry. You were an officer.
3: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you always give me, you always give me hell about it, but you know, I one of the things I try to do with my troops is just get them to get to know them outside the uniform. And a lot of these guys, they were just kids. You know, the mm-hmm. the job before they were you know carrying a machine gun in Afghanistan was was friggin' high school shortstop. <laughs> and I watched these kids do extraordinary things in the battlefield, man. It is like one triumph for the human spirit after the next. And, you know, they're just normal kids from America, from all over the country, uh, who just loved and appreciated this country. And, and I think about them every day.
0: Is every there day. anybody who sticks out to you or any one or two people, specific names that stick out to you that, that uh, really hit home? Too many, Jesse. Ugh.
3: I mean, you and I, I mean, our, our nation, ha- think about it like this, man. I'm 38 years old. We've been at war for 20 years. All of my adult life, the only the only thing that I've known in this country is, is a nation at war. Think about that. And I probably lost thirty plus friends that I loved dearly on the battlefield. People who never came home. People who I served with and then went back into the fire and didn't make it. And as a leader, you know how this is, man. You fight like hell to try to bring your men home alive, right? And then they saddle up and they go back at it again. And I, you know, I was medically retired, and I, you know, six men killed on the next deployment. And it's like God, you know what the hell? <laughs> and and it's like a very heavy burden is being carried by a, a precious few in this country, you know? And, you know, I, it's, honestly, man, it's impossible for me to just pick out one. They're all so special in their own remarkable, you know, highly individualistic way. And each one, each loss is the blow to this nation that, that's, I'm sorry, it's, this nation and the men and women who die for this country are our most precious natural resource. And every time we lose one, it's hard to recover from it. You know,
0: Sean, I have, I I don't like it when people do the, you know, this next generation sucks, this next generation's worthless thing. Because as I've always argued, that's just looking at history with rose colored glasses. You know, Moses was complaining about the next generation. I guarantee it. (laughs) That's just the way it is. You know, there's these next guys are soft. And they always point out the warriors of old. You know, I opened up today talking about World War II stories, and they said, oh, that was the greatest generation. Buddy, that was a small percentage of the population. We have the same percentage today out there doing the same stuff.
3: Yeah, you're right. I Look, I totally agree with you. I had a guy, Jeff Hall, right? Uh, Jeff Hall was the E6, Ranger E6. Uh, one day in Afghanistan in November, just before Thanksgiving, he assaulted through two enemy lines and saved a Marine who was shot in the pelvis. His femoral artery retracted up into his pelvis, and he was bleeding to death. Jeff fought through. I'm telling you, two sets of enemy lines to get to this guy, Let you know, brought in a Black Hawk helicopter with a jungle penetrator, and got that Marine out of there after it, the firefight, by the way. Two hours long, we were trapped in the kill zone trying to get this Marine out, but Jeff Hall made it through. And the first thing that this dude says for me comes off the hill, right, because he led this charge. He grabs me by my chest <laughs> like one of his NCO would do. And he says, and he says, sir, you better not put me in for award for that. I was just doing my job. <laughs> and, you know, we got back. We got back. I just looked at him, right? Legend, right? And then we got back from Afghanistan. Uh, he went back nine months later and got killed. Oh. And it just, stuff like that just kills me, man. Every day. It just sucks. It just sucks to think about.
0: Another awful thing to think about, we've only got a couple minutes left here, is the families so many of these guys left behind, not just parents. I mean, we forget so many of these guys. It's a wife, man. It's kids. And, and yeah. I think about the kids all the time more than I ever did before because I have mine. And, you know, every day now, I mean, shoot, I come to idiotic radio and TV every single day now. And every day <laughs> now when I say goodbye to mine, I think, you know, man, what if I were to leave my buddies right now? Like what if, what if gotten in an accident or something like that? And these guys kiss their families goodbye for six months at a time and go into combat. I'm glad I didn't have mine, man. I don't know if I could have done it.
3: I didn't have kids either. I wasn't married at the time, but I, I agree with you. I don't know how I would have done it, but Jesse, like, that's why it's so important for everyone that's listening to Dave. You've got kids, like just take a minute and teach them about the hero, the, the, the heroism and the legacy of these men, not just in this generation, but every generation, every person in this country is touched by the military in some way. You either know someone who served, married, have a, have a friend, you know, met somebody in freaking Walmart. Everybody is connected to the military in some way. And today and every day, just, take, just do everything you can to make sure that their heroic legacy and that, that selfless sacrifice is passed on to the next generation because that's extraordinarily important for, this, for our country.
0: John Parnell, I sincerely hope you make it to Congress, my man. Go ahead. What's your website?
3: (laughs) Uh, Seanforcongress.co. Okay.
0: All right, my man. You go out there. Pour one out for the boys today. I'm going to do that tonight.
3: Yeah, you got it, brother. Semper Fi.
0: Semper Fi, my man. Be good. John Parnell. We don't talk enough about the families, man. Maybe today, maybe you know one of those families. Parents. Wife, kids, maybe a phone call. If, they, if you're too nervous to do that, maybe a text. Hey, thinking about you today. Hey, just wanted to reach out, said a prayer for you today. Maybe not a bad idea, huh? Your holster is way more important than you think it is. It's just way more important than you think it is. What Look, and I get that. The holster's not the sexy part of carrying firearms, right? You want to talk about your weapon and your ammunition. You, you want to talk about your safety training. You want to talk about how you did at the range. Oh, look at my groups. I was doing these failure drills today. And all that stuff's really important. I mean, really, really important. I'm not discounting that. But I've known so many people who do all those things. They take all the necessary steps, and then they carry Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount.
3: More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia.
1: He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael.